We need our business to be built in such a way that it supports us, that it supports our lifestyle, that it supports our ability to deliver transformation to our clients. You are an amazing human being. You're a coach or expert who works hard to make a positive difference for your clients. I'm Joss Willard, and my mission is to help good coaches like you make great profits so you can live an amazing life helping the people you're meant to serve. This podcast is here to help with that. We'll be bringing you the information, resources, experts, and perspectives to allow your practice to make a difference, support the life you want, and reward you fairly and well for the impact that you bring. Welcome to Profit for Coaches. Would you set up your employee's job description in such a way as to guarantee that they're going to be as lazy and unhelpful and unuseful as possible? I didn't think so. Hi, I'm Joss Willard, host of Profit for Coaches, and on today's episode, we're going to talk about how almost every business owner on the planet, yes, including you, sets up their most important employee to be as lazy and useless as possible, and what you can do to avoid that. Enjoy the episode. Real quick, our goal here at the podcast is for these episodes to provide techniques, tools, skills, strategies, and inspiration that can help any coaching practice be more profitable. But you want your practice to be more profitable. And while you can get all kinds of great things from this episode and any episode of Profit for Coaches, what will help you even more is advice, guidance, and action steps designed around your unique situation, your life, your practice, your goals, your challenges. How can we best help you with that? The quickest way to get you exactly what you need for your practice is for you to head over to ProfitforCoaches.com. When you're there, click on and grab your Profitable Practice Scorecard. It's absolutely free. It just takes a few minutes. Fill out the scorecard. It will let us know exactly where your practice is and where you want it to go and what you're dealing with. Once you've done that, you'll get a response that tells you exactly what you can do next. The action steps you can take to make your practice more profitable and get you where you want your practice to be as soon as possible. So head on over to ProfitForCoaches.com and grab your Profitable Practice Scorecard today. Today I want to talk about what is usually the single worst employee that any small business owner has to deal with. Here's a metaphor. For your business, you would never go out and grab some random person off the street and say, hey, I want you to come work for me. I'm going to pay you a signing bonus and I'm going to give you a good guaranteed salary. Here's the job description. Come into the office whenever you feel like it. Wander around wherever you like. If you feel like doing something, go ahead and do that. If I need you to do something specific and if you're available, I would appreciate you doing it. But if there's something else that you're already doing, no worries. I'll just pull one of the other employees out of what they're doing instead. You do you. And go ahead and leave whenever you want to. If you've got other places to be, just whenever, feel free to take off. If you did your hiring that way, you'd be out of business pretty quick. You'd lose a ton of productivity because that new hire would rarely be available when you needed them because anything else that caught their attention, you've given them permission to make that their priority. So if that new hire is not available, you're going to be pulling your other employees off of their assigned jobs to do these other random things, which means that those employees aren't going to be doing the things you need them to actually be doing. And then everything becomes a mess and you wind up putting all of your time and attention and energy into trying to get everything done yourself while also cleaning up the mess. 
I think it's safe to say that the vast majority of business owners would agree with this thesis, that this is a pretty terrible way to run your hiring and your staffing, right? No one in their right minds would do it that way. The problem is 90% of small business owners or more, including coaches, and yes, business coaches are just as bad at this, but 90% of business owners do exactly this with their money. We wave it in off the street. Whenever, whenever that money is walking by, we're like, hey, come on in, man. We promise to deliver a signing bonus. And that signing bonus consists of the products or services that we deliver to our clients upfront, right? That's just like a signing bonus. In addition, we offer to pay an ongoing salary, but that salary consists of the time and attention and energy that we put into running the business, making it profitable, making it run. And then once we've done that, once we've waved that money in, we just let it wander into the bank account whenever. And once it's in, once it's in there, it goes wherever the whims or needs or moments of the business take it. Sometimes it does good work. Sometimes it does work that moves the company forward. Sometimes it supports marketing. Sometimes it supports sales. Sometimes it supports delivery. Sometimes it supports admin. But other times it just fritters off. It disappears to cover subscriptions that are years old that nobody reads or software subscriptions that we haven't used in forever. Or it just hops out because someone swings an auto debit at your account and says, oh, pay this thing. The point is when you need that money for something specific, sometimes it's there, but often it's already off doing something else that someone else decided was a priority. And you wind up having to pull other money away from other important tasks like production, like delivery, like marketing. And you pull that money away from those vital operational functions to handle this temporary need, or at least we hope it's temporary. Things like paying a tax bill or handling a sudden unexpected emergency expense. Which means that when we do that, those other areas that that money was supporting, or that we at least were planning for that money to support, those areas take a hit. They don't work as well because they don't have as much money available. They might not have any money available, at least until you can, quote, pay back what you at the time thought you were borrowing from those areas of your business. And in fact, you were stealing it. Oh, and by the way, it's not just the money either that winds up getting rerouted because when you suddenly find that you don't have enough money to handle whatever this big important thing is, now you're pulling your attention, your time, and your energy away from the other things that you should be investing them into. Things like growth, things like sales, things like delivery to clients, things like your life outside of your business. And now you are spending your attention, your time, and your energy on putting out the fire, dealing with this temporary thing. And then you're spending what time, attention, energy you might have left after doing that, trying to figure out how you're going to deal with the fact that you had taken all of that money to put out that fire, and now you don't have enough money to do the things that the other money was supposed to be doing in the first place. Just like work expands to eat all of the white space in your calendar, expenses will expand to eat any extra money that you have just sitting in the bank. So just like you'd build a job description before you hired any new employee, you know, you'd want to know what the new hire is going to do for you, for the business, for the profitability of the business. You'd want to make a plan for where they would be in the business and what they would be doing. You wouldn't leave any of that to chance with a new hire. So don't leave your money to chance. Instead, give every dollar that comes into your business a job to do before that dollar comes into your business. 
And yes, some of those dollars, they're gonna have the job of supporting your family, of supporting your lifestyle, because that's what you're in business for. If all we wanted to do was help our clients, we wouldn't be in business. I know that as coaches, as consultants, as experts, one of our primary drivers for being in business is to help our clients, to make a transformational difference for the people that we are meant to serve. But if that was all we were gonna be here to do, if that was the only thing we were here to do, we wouldn't be in business. We would be volunteering somewhere, quite possibly out of the tent on the street that we're living in. The point is, we want to make a tremendous difference to our clients, to ourselves, to the people that we love, and to our world, whether that world includes the world or just the world inside our home or our neighborhood, whatever. But we wanna make a difference. And we can't make that difference, not reliably, not consistently. We can't do that if we can't depend on our business to support us and to support itself consistently, reliably, profitably. We can't do the things that we want to do. We can't create the transformational difference that we want to create if we are spending all of our time, all of our money, all of our energy supporting our business, trying to keep it alive. We just can't do it. We need our business to be built in such a way that it supports us, that it supports our lifestyle, that it supports our ability to deliver transformation to our clients. And the only way it does that is if it manages the cash flow in a way that gives every dollar a job so that when you are running your business, that 150, 200, 300, 500, thousand dollars that comes in is already divided. You know where it's going to go. You know what it's going to do. And you're not randomly rushing around moving money from one end of the business to the other to cover those emergency or seemingly emergency needs. That's why I use a cash flow. This is why it is so incredibly important to have a cash flow management system in place in your practice. It's why it's the second must have. Your business needs to be profitable. And the only way it can be profitable is if you are managing the cash flow correctly. So this is your call to action. If you do not have a cash flow management system in place in your business, if you are regularly moving money around, using lines of credits to pay off credit cards, borrowing from your tax account, etc., any of those types of things, if that's what's going on in your business, you don't have an effective cash flow management strategy actively, actively in place or you're not using it correctly. So this is your call to action. Sit down, get it straightened out. Read profit first. That's a great place to start. If you don't want to do that or if you need some help, reach out to me, joss at profitforcoaches.com. I'll be happy to give you some tips and maybe, maybe it makes sense to work together. We'll see. But the biggest thing is, whether it's with me, whether it's with someone else, whether it's you doing it yourself, get your cash flow under control. And we'll see you back here next week. That's it for this episode of Profit for Coaches. I've been your host, Joss Withard. To make sure you never miss a new episode, go to ProfitForCoaches.com to subscribe now. You'll also find all the show notes, resources, guides, links, freebies, and other goodies that we mentioned on the show. Plus, we've got some special bonuses there just for our subscribers. So to make sure you profit fully from this and each new episode of Profit for Coaches, go to ProfitForCoaches.com now.